Did you know that the perfect snack exists that not only has the yum factor, because that's important, but also packs a real protein punch? I'm talking about Wonderful Pistachios, a complete protein providing all nine essential amino acids. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Now that's a snack you can feel really good about. It's hard for me to currently pick a fave because they have several flavors to choose from, including no salt and jalapeno lime options. But if I absolutely had to, I'd say I'm in my no shells, wonderful pistachios, sea salt and vinegar era. It's the ultimate snacking solution for when you need a quick, convenient and tasty boost of pistachio goodness straight out of the bag. Whether you enjoy the ritual of cracking open each nut or you lean towards the ease of no shells, Wonderful Pistachios has something for everyone. It's time to elevate your snacking game with Wonderful Pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, beautiful brown girls. This is Bree, the host of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, a show for goal-getting black women of faith. This is your first time here. I want to say thank you so much for pressing play on this episode typically I talk about self-care topics pertaining to black women usually just things that I kind of think of things I've experienced things I've noticed uh, maybe things I've read and wanted to share so today well first of all I want to apologize girl because um, there's (laughs) there's three things going on here and I'm just going to be straight up with you okay First thing is I have not changed the battery on my alarm or my, what's it called? The uh, fire alarm? You know, the little round thing that, the smoke detector, sorry. Haven't changed that um, battery. I swear I just went around and did all the batteries. We have probably like, mm, one, two, three, four, maybe like six of these things round, round up in here. And I swear, as fast as I change them, I swear the thing starts beeping like three months later. It's really irritating. So um, you will hear that little tweak in the background. That's what that is. I'm sorry. I'm working on it, y'all. A sister is struggling, okay? Number two, it has been hotter than hell in Southern California for these last few days. So I have my fan on. Um, So you might hear that in the background. I'm sorry. I, I can't do the... The struggle recording today, like turning off the AC, turning off the fan, sweating buckets. Like I've done that for several episodes and it reached 106 degrees today. Or no, actually the hottest it got today was 109. So Arama, I can't turn off the fan, sis. I'm sorry. So hopefully that's not too loud. And number three, it is late at night when I'm recording this episode and I am having a little bit of wine. So, you know... You just never know what's going to come out of my mouth. I don't know. (laughs) All right. So those those are my three truths, okay? Those are my three truths. I hope you can um, get jiggy with those. And I do realize that I just said get jiggy with those, but okay. I was told to never say that again, but I'm sorry. That's just in my, hey, this is just, hey, this is just me. So today, um... I was just kind of thinking about this. Now, I just wanted to have this conversation with you. Um, I want to talk about us and crying. Us and and crying. Like, I realized, actually, I should say, I've been realizing as of late in the last few months, last 
few years, like I just cry. I don't know if it's because I'm getting older. And I feel like I mentioned this before, but I'm not sure. So, um, so I, I maybe I, I don't know if it's hormones. I don't know if it's because I'm just more self-aware and more comfortable in my skin and okay with crying. I, honestly, I do not know. But I mean, I will cry over the just whatever. And I didn't used to be this way. Like, and I, I when I led um, my Soul Care Sunday session. Um, I even said, you know, because I think that maybe at least one or two ladies were crying that it's okay to release those tears. It's okay to acknowledge that you are crying. I have to tell myself that too, because even though I am more comfortable crying because I do cry, like I think when was the last time I cried? (laughs) Child, I have cried because Elsa, um, not because she let it go, but Elsa has shown herself. If you know the song, Show Yourself, and they just she just sings and she hits those notes. I've cried for that recently. I've cried because they didn't make another season of Daredevil, okay, on Netflix, because I just binge-watched that. Um, I've cried because a young man lost his parents. I've cried because I stubbed my toe on like some metal frame um I, I i just i just cry i've i i i just cry i don't know and i'm not gonna apologize for it but i've had to tell myself and this was all like in the, in the last like month <laughs> i feel like i'm crying like almost every day no shame no shame no judgment no judgment but i'm just saying i feel like i cry like a lot more now so um but i was thinking like um, kind of like checking in with that and sitting with that and, and and just investigating it, I guess, just curious about it. I think that's one of the things that I do when it comes to self-care very well. I think we all have our strengths and I think we all have areas where we can maybe do a little bit better. One thing that I do really well um, is I, I'm not afraid to like investigate and dig into something and and explore it. So I, I want to know the who and the what and the whys and the hows and how oftens and, and, and have those conversations with myself. Usually, like, I'll even have whole conversations with myself, to be honest. Um, not necessarily like how I'm talking to you um, in the podcast, but just getting, like, thoughts out and just kind of asking myself questions. And I, I think that's okay. I think that's a healthy thing to do. Um, if you are a therapist... And if you need to slide me a DM on the low low and tell me that this is not the case, please feel free to let a sister know. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I just, I think that's a part of being self-aware and I'm not afraid to, to have these conversations with myself and to really have a hard look sometimes at behaviors and patterns and thoughts and ideas and and things like that just to kind of see well what's really going on how do you really feel and just kind of checking in like I always talk about when I am connecting with people like check in with yourself like I do that like I don't just say it I do it so it just had me thinking like I I think I'm more comfortable crying now and that wasn't always the case usually when I was crying it was because it wasn't because like, oh, a TV show made me sad. Like, um, 
or, or, or things like that. Like, I don't want to say those are easy things, but like not really like anxious or or hard things or just like everyday kind of cries you know like oh i'm so emotional i'm so sad oh he's so cute oh the puppy oh the baby oh the this that um oh i'm sad because i couldn't do xyz like normal kind of things um it didn't used to be that way for me because when i would cry usually the reason was because um it wasn't usually like every day kind of challenges it was just like these raw sessions where um I'm just feeling like I'm just like hopeless like I'm at the end of all hope and I I'm crying because I'm just crying out um and I'm just raw and open like an open wound those are the kind of cries I used to have, you know, when, when I would, when I would cry, those were the kind of cries that I would typically have. When I was growing up, I remember like, and if you grew up in hashtag black family, you know, like getting whoopings and stuff like that, your parents would tell you like, keep crying and I'm going to give you something to cry about. Like how many of us have heard that? And it was like, looking back you know and I and I know parents this is not me taking a jab at parents in parenting okay um I realized that until we know better we can't do better we only can do what we really know and what we were taught right um but it's like you weren't uh, able to to cry and and express those hard feelings of pain um, because your parents will be right there after they've caused that trauma <laughs> caused that trauma and I'm not laughing at trauma um, by the way I'm laughing because I'm just thinking back at some of the things I've heard and experienced so that's what that chuckle was about um, but they would cause that trauma I mean now you know you got in trouble for something I'm not saying you were like an angel but I'm saying just the the beatings and the spankings that is that shit's traumatic okay that shit's traumatic and it lasts for a long time and it changes everything it changes everything so when you're getting spankings and stuff like that and they're like don't cry i'm gonna give you something else to cry about and you're just like trying to hold it in after you've just literally gotten your ass whooped beat okay so we weren't we weren't able to express that not and, and I was thinking about that um and I think primarily there's two reasons why people are not comfortable with you crying or at least I haven't really gone down the rabbit hole a whole bunch but the two things that immediately popped to mind um right away was because they are uncomfortable within themselves of expressing emotion so they don't know how to deal with you crying or they have caused you trauma or caused you pain and they know that they have on some level and they don't know how to handle that so they want to kind of sweep your tears under the rug does that make sense and I'm sure there's more to more reasons than that but those were the two that I kind of thought of when I was thinking about it so going back to just tears of my youth and there were <laughs> there were, there were many a tears okay i've had tears of shame 
so many tears. <laughs> I'm just thinking back to some of the stuff that has happened in my childhood, you know? And again, no jabs at my family. I know we all have some stories, right? But just some of the stuff that has happened. And like when I say tears of shame, <laughs> tears of embarrassment, I've had tears of judgment, I've had tears of pain, um, tears of loss, you know? And it makes me wonder, like, I hold on, <coughs> excuse me. Sorry about that. It makes me wonder, like, maybe now that I'm more mature in my 40s, I'm able to allow myself or I'm able to recognize that not all tears have to be so hard and full of stress. Like, like, in other words, I realize now that there are different reasons to really cry and they don't all have to be so heavy. Sometimes, <clears throat> excuse me, sometimes we just need that. Sometimes we experience something like I can listen to certain songs. And they are so beautiful. Like I've just become attached. And that's why sometimes I'll listen to like the same songs over and over again. Like because they're so beautiful. And I mean I won't cry every single time. But sometimes I'll just be so caught up in just the sounds as it's all coming together that I will just start to to cry or sometimes I'll just start to weep not because I'm sad but because I'm experiencing something so joyful something so beautiful something so magical um and that's how I express it and it's taken me a while to be able to just be okay with that because I know when we were younger, like crying, like that was, that was not like, like you were a crybaby if you cried, quote unquote, too much. You were like a crybaby. Your parents would say, you know, again, with the spankings or whatever, the punishments, you know, stop crying before I really give you something to cry about. Um, I remember one time, and, and, and this is speaking to when someone causes you harm and then you cry and they don't they don't know how to handle that so they want to sweep it under the rug it's kind of like a gaslighting maybe or or I'm not sure what the technical term is in this case case in point i remember one day i was coming home from school and yes i was trying to be grown you know but honestly actually i take that back and i'm i'm going to stop saying that i i was I was not trying to be grown. I was just trying to explore and just kind of figure out who the hell I was as, uh, how old was I? Maybe 15, 16. Um, so I take that back. I was not trying to be grown. I was honestly just trying to figure out who the hell I was and just explore what it meant to be who I was in that space and time. In any case, um, I don't even know how I met this guy. I have no idea. I cannot remember. He was not in high school. He was probably like 19, 20, I would guess. Honestly, I, I don't even know how I met him. I cannot remember. But very long story short, um, gosh, he, I guess he came to pick me up from school. 
and I felt so like I just felt so I just felt this it was like a badge of honor you know to have this guy this older guy come pick you up from high school you know in my naive self um <laughs> again because I really was just exploring my naive self I just thought that he was gonna give me a ride home possibly we kiss or something and that would be it well he ends up pulling over and he tries to take things further and in that moment of feeling, I guess, violated and confused and honestly just overwhelmed, I, I started to cry. And he looks at me and he goes, oh, so you going to cry now? And he, I forget what else he said, but he was literally disgusted because I started crying. He was. Who showed you that it was okay to aim high and go for your dreams while also just being yourself? For me, it was radio host Big Boy, Oprah, and KTLA news reporter Gail Anderson. In part, these people are the reason why this podcast specifically exists. This is the power of Black representation in media. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is more than a podcast. It's a celebration of Blackness from NPR where every voice is as distinct and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In this collection, you'll find stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment. Each episode, a living account of what it means to be Black today. From the intricate narratives of The Wire to the wisdom of Michelle Obama and the urgent call for reparations, Black Stories, Black Truths really is the truth. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black girl peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like uh, tackling my to-do list or even braving this crazy LA traffic. If you know, you know. So something that helps me tap in is Recess Mood. It's a delicious sparkling water made to enhance your relaxation time and mood without any alcohol involved. So what you will get instead is real fruit, mood lifting magnesium, and stress balancing adaptogens. And again, no alcohol plus no added sugar. So I've tried all the flavors and I really, really like strawberry rose. It's like um, a little burst of peace in the middle of chaos because again, for real, navigating this Cali traffic is insane. Now, recess mood is not only my go-to for staying balanced while on the go, but it's also good for chilling at home too. It's like having a little slice of relaxation right in the palm of your hand. So next time you need a little pick-me-up without the alcohol, without the hangover, give recess mood a shot. It's been a fantastic addition to my routine. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. My hair is kinky, it's coily, it's beautiful, it's all the things, but the dryness is real, so it's also prone to feeling parched. This is why Waze Anti-Frizz Cream is my new BFF. It not only changes frizz, but helps my hair feel more hydrated. Listen, summer is coming. We are trying to be outside, going to brunch, plus traveling, and summer activities aren't always kind to our strands, okay? So let me tell you what I do for this. 
I wash my hair every one to two weeks. Don't sleep on Waze Detox Shampoo, by the way, if you have hard water or buildup. I detangle, I smooth in a little of the Way Anti-Frizz Cream, then shingle in my natural gel. My hair is frizz-free, it's hydrated, and it's cute for days. Love sleek styles? Waze Anti-Frizz Cream works as a heat protectant up to 450 degrees as well. Frizz-free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com and enter promo code SELFCARE for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I dot com, promo code SELFCARE. It was like he was offended. And I'm sure he was because, heaven forbid, he wasted his time and his gas driving home this 15, 16-year-old, I guess, he thought he was going to have sex with. And she wasn't having sex, clearly. Um, so he was just like, he was. I guess he was offended by my tears. Offended, disgusted, like appalled that I had the audacity to cry after he tried to push himself upon me. And he pulled over, I got out, and um, I just told him to pull over. I got out and I walked the rest of the way home. And that was the end of that. I never saw him again. Um, real stand-up guy. But the point of that is that I, 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 I hadn't even thought about that for years. I didn't even, I didn't even remember that memory. The further I go into my journey of, of just life and my, my well-being, my mental health, my emotional health, etc., these memories start to just come up. And this is why I stress like just taking time for stillness is just a beautiful thing. Um, sometimes we are going to be faced with some hard memories. Um, I know for a fact, I know on everything, I have a lot of memories that are locked away. They are stored away. Um, and I guess a little will be revealed at a time when I'm able to get to a place to process it. Um, and it's funny because every now and again, um, I'll get little little memories that just pop up and I'm like oh gosh that did happen you know it did happen so anyway it's like with him and, and that memory it's like the point of me bringing that up is he is the one that should have been apologizing to me I never first of all I never had said I was gonna have sex with him <laughs> that's number one and number two even if I did once you get to a certain point where someone is obviously physically uncomfortable or something's up, you don't like point the finger at them and, and, and try to beat them into feeling some kind of way, like with your tone and, and, and all that. But I think it's because he knew that he had done something wrong. I made him uncomfortable because I was expressing my emotions through tears and he wanted just to be done with it. He wanted to sweep it under the rug and move on. And I think that happens a lot. And that's why I said that there's two things that happen. Either they want to just hurry up, hurry you up and cry so you can move on with it so they can just pretend it didn't happen. Or they themselves are not comfortable expressing their emotions. They don't know how to handle. Not everyone has the same emotional health and emotional development um, as you might. So if you've encountered something where you were crying and someone didn't give you the reaction that you felt they should have, if they weren't able to be compassionate with you, if they weren't able to show you some grace or, or hug you or, um, I don't know, you know, but it might possibly be because of, you know, 
one of those two reasons. And again, I'm not saying those are the only two reasons, but those were the two that came to mind when I was processing my feelings and my thoughts on some things. So your mileage may vary, but that's what I think. They probably are not emotionally in a place where they can do that, you know. And it's sad because um, crying, really, I feel like it should be normalized. So that you don't have a bunch of 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 year olds that are just now starting to feel comfortable within themselves to express themselves in that way. Does that make sense? So I remember times when I was young and I, I, honestly, I do still do this. I'm not going to front. I'm not going to lie. There have been times when I have cried here because I'm uh, here. Like you can see me cried <laughs> at home and my daughter's been home. And I'm crying because I'm overwhelmed. I'm just feeling like there's just no no solution to whatever the challenge is that I'm facing. And I will just be overwhelmed and I'll cry. And I will do everything in my power to muffle those sounds. I will muffle those tears because I don't want her to come in here and, and see me crying. So I've even lied a couple of times and I'll say, oh, I just have, you know, my nose is running. I have allergies or something like that because I'm, I'm sometimes embarrassed for her to see me cry for the hard stuff. And I don't want it to be that way. I want to normalize crying in this house. So when I, the good thing is that when I do cry over, like, I'll call it the sappy stuff, <laughs> like, um, for real, like I'm crying over some sappy stuff. Like when Walter White died, I cried. Remember him from Bank Breaking Bad? <coughs> I think it's time for me to take a sip of wine, clearly, because my throat's a little parched. Or when Ralph Angel and um, Charlie wasn't talking to Nova, you know, I was feeling some kind of way. I really was, like... I don't know. So that kind of stuff, you know, I, I'll let my daughter know. I'm like, oh, yeah, I cried today. Like, I'll say it like it's a badge of honor because I want her to feel, I want her to know that it's okay to express yourself through crying. And to be straight up with you, I have done the thing that parents have done for years um, when she's crying. Like, the what are you crying for? Why are you crying? Like, demanding that she express herself the way that feels comfortable for me. I'm not proud of that. Honestly, I'm not. Um, but I was not in a place where I was able to understand, you know, how to handle her tears. I would get frustrated because I I felt like, you know, what the hell are you crying for? You know, you shouldn't be crying. That's the same. So in other words, repeating cycles, you know, repeating cycles. I don't do that anymore I have learned to take a deep breath because sometimes it starts with that breath girl it really does I've learned to take a deep breath and just pause take a beat because sometimes that gut reaction is she's crying the hell she crying for shit you know <laughs> you know that's that's the gut that's the ego talking that's that gut reaction so I have to pause and and and, and chill the hell out and try to give her space and let her know that it is okay to express your emotions that way. It's okay to cry. So I have a lot of work to do on myself in that area. Um, I'm literally just kind of like chipping away at the surface here. But I have made some great progress, um, some great strides. 
And I have to thank, you know, my self-care journey and just becoming more self-aware for that. But all in all, girl, just like I said today during the Soul Care Sunday session, like, and even I started to like tear up in, in one of my sessions and I had to, to say, you know, it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. It's okay to express yourself freely. We've been told there are only certain acceptable ways for us to express ourselves. We can't be too weepy. Like, I have yet to ever experience a white woman being told not to cry or to, to, to suck it up as much as black women are told to block those emotions, hold it in, be strong, keep your head up, stop crying, get it together, fix your face. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that consistently with, it's just with black people. That shit's, that shit's heavy. It's heavy. I don't want to pass. I don't want to pass that burden down to my daughter. I actually, I've, I've already done that. I've got to work to circumvent or, or 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 help her unlearn that. You know. I don't want her to be the black woman that feels like it's, it's only acceptable to be one certain way and everything else is bad. Everything else is wrong. I don't want that for her. I don't want that for me. I don't want that for you. So we've got to figure out ways to normalize our emotions. We've got to figure out a way to normalize crying as a form of it release. Sometimes you just have to release. And when you're done, it's like you have cleansed your insides. You have cleansed your spirit. You just feel, you know, after you've cried and you've gone to sleep, because you know after you had a good cry, you get sleepy. <laughs> and then you wake up. Um, you might be a little dehydrated, but you just sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes that good cry just is just like a like a shower for the spirit. It's just like a internal cleansing. And we need that. We need those emotions to help us wash away some of the stuff we're experiencing and feeling. So it's okay to cry. It's okay to cry. It's okay to express yourself through tears. Okay? I just felt like I had to exhale after that. Seriously. Um, so yeah, girl. I just wanted to kind of just wrap my head around those thoughts with you a little bit. Let you know that it is okay to cry. It is okay to 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 honor and give yourself space to do that. Honor yourself and give yourself space to do that. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Okay? There is no one right no one right way um for you to feel, for black women to feel. And even though our tears clearly are not worth a damn in this in in in, in some of these systems that are happening here in this in this country, um or our tears are not as valuable, <laughs> you know. Your tears do matter. You matter. Your emotions matter. Your emotional health matters. 
and it is okay for you to cry. You don't have to make excuses for it. Okay? All right, my dear. Well, that is it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you need to cry this week, feel free. Send me an email if you cry. Because I'm pretty sure I'm going to be crying at some point this week for something. I don't know what yet. But um, it's it's guaranteed. So ain't no shame in my game anymore. I'm doing my best to normalize it. Um, I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you have a blessed week. I hope you continue to let your black girl magic shine. And I will see you next week. Take care.